All right, welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix. I got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get this thing crack-a-lacking. Gang, just in case, here's a quick uh, technical piece of housekeeping. Just in case you can hear a fan blowing into the microphone, that's because there's a fan blowing into the microphone. Uh, it is oppressively fucking humid in Austin, Texas. It, it, it was storming literally like at 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, and now the sun is out. I mean, it, it's about the same humidity level that it was on the bottom of a fucking slave ship. Now, don't worry. I can make that joke. I have lots of black friends, but I'm not turning this thing off until I stop sweating. Because I just jumped out of the shower and God damn, it feels gross. But while I was getting ready, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, as I was getting ready to do the show, I, it's only appropriate that I tell you this. I was taking a massive shit. And while I was taking a shit, I'm sitting here, you know, scrolling, scrolling through Twitter and YouTube. And I happened upon Zach fucking Wilson. Now, he wasn't even on my show notes today. You know who that little fucker is? Zach Wilson was the quarterback at Brigham Young University who just got drafted in the first round to play for the New York Giants, uh, the New York Jets. Now, am I calling him a little fucker because I'm jealous that he got drafted higher than I did? No. C congratulations, man, honestly. Yeah, that's it. That is a fucking lifelong dream. So for that, congratulations. I'm shitting on him because he's a maggot. And when I say a maggot, I'm not talking about a fly larva. I'm talking about M-A-G-A-T. He is a rancid fucking Trump supporter. And I'm not even really ragging him on that. Like I said, if you can articulate an educated reason for your political stance, knock yourself out. What I'm shitting on this little fucker for is what he said and the non-reaction he's going to get for saying it. His social media accounts are prolifically political. All Trump, all the time. Right? I mean, I, I don't even know how. I thought this guy was off of Twitter, so maybe this was before he got his ass canned. But when you are liking the tweets and the social media comments of James Woods, you are a sack of shit because James Woods is a sack of shit. James Woods speech was so vile that Twitter yanked his fucking account. And Zach Williams, monkey ass, was sitting here liking everything that he said. Now, here's the thing, and this is how you know the game is a lot more civilized now from when it is I played. Because when it was time to bash all the black football players, guess who was right alongside fucking Trump and all the fucking idiots talking shit about black players who kneel for social issues. Let me tell you something, gang. Back when I played, long before, this is long before. I mean, now if you fart near a quarterback without saying, excuse me, guess what? You, you, you just played that week for free, Jack. They're going to find you into the fucking Stone Ages. But back when I played, heat-seeking missiles, man, we would literally, if you think I'm bullshitting, this is a little bit older than I am. 
I can't remember the name of the dude who played for the Green Bay Packers. Jim McMahon, quarterback for the uh, Chicago Bears, threw the pass, and you literally could have counted to three. One, two, three. The defensive lineman picked him up and suplexed him on his head. I think at most he got like a 15-yard flag. If you do that today, you'll get fucking arrested. Now, back in my day, if there was social media and we heard someone like Zach talking shit about his black coworkers, oh, we would have put a target on his back. We absolutely would. But the main thing that pisses me off, gang, because, again, his whole social media presence has been up Donald Trump's ass. Remember when they told us to shut up and dribble? You remember when they told us to keep your sports out of our politics and vice versa? I How much do you guys want to bet that Fox News won't say shit about Zach fucking Wilson? And I wonder why. So he wasn't even on the show today, but he is now. Fuck. Fuckface. Zach fucking Wilson. Again, you, you go ahead, please. Practice your First Amendment rights. But be fair in your criticism of it, Fox. Because I promise you he's not done. I promise you he's not done. And you guys aren't going to say a fucking word. Not a fucking word. And I'm looking at you, hate Barbie, Laura Ingram. Exactly. Now, let's get on to the show. And because I deviated from standard operating procedure, hold on, you know what time it is. Gin and truth and distractions. Let's go. All right. The first one we're going to hit on. Kids and fucking cages. Now, gang, I've said this before. I don't care who the president is. This is not a good look. I'm not a fan. Biden, Trump, and when we started talking about this shit two or three years ago, you know, the common comeback was, you know, well, when Obama did it, you didn't say anything. Well, you know what? I didn't know. And if I would have known back then, I didn't even know to ask. But if if I would have known back then, I would have said the exact same thing to Barack fucking Obama. Get those fucking kids out of cages. This is not the San Diego Zoo. What the fuck's the matter with people? Right. But kind of more to the point. And I'm wondering if maybe we need to ship. You know, how do we get fucking Fox News tagged in on this? I think these assholes need to listen to my episode when I talked about the permanent nature of the fucking Internet. It doesn't take a lot of effort to see what she said just last year. Right. What were they saying about the uh, migrant camps when Trump was in the White House? They were like daycare centers. They've, they've never been treated better. This is phenomenal. I mean, a lot of these kids, it's, it's, a, it's like what they said about Katrina. Y'all remember that bullshit? When uh, the former first lady, boy, she stuck in foot in that one, didn't she? stepped on a fucking intellectual landmine when she said living in the dome was really kind of a step up for some of these people. I mean, ease up. Let them eat cake. Fuck me. But when Fox and everyone else was uh, gargling Trump's nuts in their mouth. They had nothing but phenomenal things to say about the damn uh, detention centers. I mean, serious, go look that shit up. They literally compared them to day camps, to summer camps, their arts, their crafts, their activities, their well-fed. Trump's been out of the White House for less than six fucking months. 
And now look what they're saying about the, and just in case you guys don't know how this works, it's kind of like rewind four years ago, four and a half years ago. When Trump got into the White House within his first six months, they were talking about he was already the most phenomenal president in the history of the United States. He has changed for the better, the political, the financial, the social, you know, constructs of the shut the fuck up. If you don't know how this works, any president, I don't give a shit who you are. Your first six months, you're still learning where all the bathrooms are in the fucking White House. I just learned this not too long ago. Did you guys know that presidents cannot and will never drive ever again? You can't. It's written in the rule book. That, that is an interruption of what you thought was your everyday life. Right? Fuck me. First ladies, you, they'll never drive ever again. It is an interruption of your everyday life. There are rules that have to be followed when you are the new resident of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, the people's house. So my point is no president makes that kind of impact, good or bad, in their first six months. Biden's been in the White House for less than half a year. And if you were to watch Fox and listen to everyone else, now apparently those migrant camps are literal shitholes. I mean, just like they did not give a fuck about the health and the mental health and the emotional health of those Mexicans down in South Texas on the fucking border. And now it's their number one priority. Biden did not turn that into a shithole in less than half a year. And now the likes of Fox, they're, they're all up in it. Now they're super concerned that now they're worried about, you know, what was the ammonia level of the soil when we were growing their organic fucking vegetables? We didn't give, they didn't give two shits about that just last year. Is, is there steak or uh, organically grown? Was it a humane? Shut the fuck up. Now they cared. Now the health of those children is their number one priority. And the reason why I got set off on this is I saw a fucking picture of Greg Abbott, the governor of this fucking state of Texas, and Martina Bartolota. And I don't even give a shit if I said her name right or not. One of the hosts at Fox. And again, now it's their number one fucking priority. They sat their ass down for a photo op, you know, on the border and talking about the health and the care and the concern of these fucking kids. They weren't saying that just last year. And now Papa wants to go outside. Hashtag episode mood killer. Fuck me. Come on, Papa. I I just got to where I wasn't sweating, gang. Now Papa's monkey ass wants to go outside. Five minutes. Five minutes and he'll be scratching back at the fucking door. Well, let's get this thing going. But again, they, they went down to the border for a photo op to act like now they're all super concerned. They're, they're worried that the pillows aren't goosed down. I mean, fuck me. Again, it, it doesn't take a lot of research, gang. YouTube that shit. Go look at what they were saying just this time last year about the crisis on the fucking border. Right? And they even pitched some shit that now every Mexican who goes into one of those camps is being handed in uh, a copy of Kamala Harris's book. Anything to 
own the libs to trash the Democrats. They found one fucking picture of one fucking Kamala Harris book and they spun that shit to again attack the libs, which had nothing to do with the health of those fucking kids in those fucking cages. But not if you watch Fox. Do they not think that we remember this shit? Or is it that they're just saying what they're saying because they want to continue to satisfy their fucking audience? Again, it, it, it brain damaged C student on the microphone here. And even I remember what they said this time just last year about those camps. And I, yeah, I remember fucking Ted Cruz's monkey ass. You know, he, again, he, he, oh, fuck me. I can't stand that guy. Y'all remember that little photo op, that little bullshit that they did at midnight? It, it, you know, he had on his tactical gear like that fucker's ever been in a fight before in a day in his life, maybe with his fucking waistline and his sense of dignity. But he's sitting there, you know, in fucking tactical gear in like a Navy SEAL boat you know, on the Rio Grande, trying to stop the bad Mexicans from coming in, from hurting the good Mexicans. Shut the fuck up, Ted Cruz. I mean, again, here is a man who watched another man publicly trash his wife. And he did the absolute bare minimum you could do. You remember? If you come after my family, Donald, you're a sniveling. Shut the fuck up. Because what was he doing just, what, three months after that? He was phone banking for the guy. Again, his nose was so far up Donald Trump's asshole, he could smell what he had for dinner before he ripped the fart. And now he wants to go to the fucking border and be discount bucket fucking G.I. Joe and talk about how he's protecting the good Mexicans from the bad Mexicans. Ted Cruz, shut the fuck up. Again, a, a spineless bastard. And yes, I will always take this opportunity to rip Ted Cruz a new one. A spineless bastard who would not defend his wife and threw his daughters under the bus. I got nothing for you, Jack. The shit that I was talking about earlier, I have more respect from what just left my butthole that I just flushed and I will never see again that I will ever have for Ted Cruz. So again, Fox, we see you. You're, you're not this, you, you are simply feeding chum to your fucking base. Everyone else thinks you're a fucking asshole. Last year, you guys did not give a fuck about children on the border. And now you want to act as if it's your main fucking priority. Hashtag fuck Fox. And because I just trashed Fox, I'm in a little bit of this Hendrix. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, Delicious. Gin and truth, let's go. I don't know, gang, if I have really gotten my feet dirty and talked about the events of January the 6th. That, that, that one hurt. That one really hurt. And it reminded me, or what just happened, there, there's direct ties between January the 6th and fuckface Derek Chauvin, hashtag murderer. Again, when I was a kid, gang, there is no fucking way they would have showed one second of the George Floyd murder when I was a kid. But now you can't stop information, can you? Hashtag you can't. 
And so everyone in America had access to the same damn near 10 minute tape of a man murdering another man. And a good portion of this country still said, meh, I'm not convinced. January the 6th, gang, we saw a four and a half year buildup. We, we saw, we saw, they interrupt. I remember I was doing a Zoom session. My mom sent me a text and asked me, are you watching uh, the fucking news? And I'm sitting here with someone who's well more of a friend than she is a student. And I was like, you know, let's call her, of course, Joanne. Joanne, hold on. And I, and I cut the TV on and fucking you, you could have put on the Playboy channel and they still have live fucking. Okay, I just told my age. Who's old enough to remember the fucking Playboy channel? Y'all remember that? Again, you little bastards today. You have no idea how lucky you are. Fuck you and your Internet porn. Again, we had to go straight gladiator style when we jerked off when I was a kid. Go fuck yourselves. But every station showed how many fucking Donald Trump maggots stormed. This was the first American insurrection in over 200 years. And a good portion of this country still said, meh, it wasn't his fault. Now, apparently Jeff Bezos is responsible from everything from the birth of my ex-wife, the Atlanta Falcons, and the fucking January 6th insurrection. I Not only have I seen this on TV, not only have I uh, seen shit like this on Twitter, I've had people tell me this to my face, hashtag another work story. I've had two people tell me that those were not Trump supporters that we saw. That apparently you just had a bunch of liberals cold chilling on their couch. Some way, somehow Jeff Bezos wired, and I'm not joking when I tell you this, some way, somehow Jeff Bezos wired thousands of dollars to people's personal accounts, told them, dress up in MAGA gear, go to the White House and go wreck shop. I mean, fuck me. It's kind of like, you know, let, let a Muslim fuck up in this country. What's the first thing that those kind of Christians will say? See, Muslim, that Islam is a violent religion, right? Let, let an atheist in this country fuck up. What will those kinds of Christians always fucking say? Well, see, if there is no God, I mean, hugging a baby is just as good as raping one. I mean, then we point out something that a Christian has done. What's the first thing that those kind of Christians say? Well, they, they weren't a real Christian. Shut the fuck up. These people were dressed from head to fucking toe in Donald Trump gear. Half of them were wearing the fucking MAGA flag around their neck like they were the last son of fucking Krypton. They threatened to hang the vice president of the United States in the name of the current fucking president while screaming his fucking name, saying that Donald Trump was fucking robbed of the election and people still say those weren't his actual fucking followers. And here's the thing about Donald Trump. He is an abuser. And by that, I mean, it is rare. It is absolutely rare that an abuser starts out an abuser. He is going to, yes, I'm being stereotypical when I say he. 
He's going to wine and dine you. You've never had better dick in your life. Your jewelry box will be full of pearls that you did not know existed. He's going to jet set you around the world, but it's this slow drip of bullshit. Two years later, before you know it, you don't talk to your mom, you don't talk to your dad, you don't hang out with your friends, and you are sitting there and you're basically repeating everything this abusive asshole has to say. And that's exactly what Trump has done. Yeah, you can show me. Because I remember getting into a discussion about this at fucking work where Donald Trump did absolutely. It's not up for a debate. Donald Trump absolutely said, we're going to march peacefully to the Capitol. Now, if that's all you heard, then that is all you wanted to hear. Because to hang your hat on that one nail means that you missed four and a half years of violent rhetoric. And there was a lady at work having this discussion with me. And I told her, and she was like, he didn't do that. This isn't his fault. I was like, the fuck it isn't. Well, he said he marched peacefully. I was like, then you've missed everything else. And she challenged me. She wanted the receipts. So you know what Uncle Bobby did? He showed them to her. I laid them out. There's a YouTube clip. And no, none of this is taken out of context. But on the campaign trail, on the campaign, fuck me, campaign trail, during his presidency, and right up until that fucking day. <clears throat> there are tons of quotes. Kick the shit out of them. Back in the old days, that guy'd be carry out on a stretch. Hey, kick that guy's ass. Trust me, I got your lawyer bill. He he did nothing but fucking stoke the flames. And on January the 6th, it all came to a fucking head. Again, he is your typical fucking cult leader. And no, I am not overplaying my hand when I tell you he is a cult leader. He made those people believe that without him, they are unsafe. The libs, the Mexicans, the brown people from shithole countries, they're coming from your way of life. And the only person can protect you is Donald John Trump. He had those people scared shitless, even though there was no threat on anything. Maybe we just wanted you to be a little bit less of a fucking bigot, but fuck me. Right? And again, it again, your actions are informed by your beliefs. They believed that their way of life was threatened and that their grand exalted leader, the only one who can save them, got voted out of the White House. And again, this isn't up for debate. Just in case there's one fucking Trump supporter listening to this, hang up. I don't want your fucking viewership. He lost that shit. But in typical Trump fashion, every single time he thinks he's on the short end, he always claims that something is rigged. It's his favorite word. And so they thought they were going to lose their way of life. Therefore, the shit hit the fan. Right? So, I mean, and again, it... it the fucked up thing is that we've got back-to-back fucking um, instances on how the two sides are fucking treated. Over the summer, oh yeah, over the fucking summer, we had the BLM protest. How, how I, if it's, I think it's a pretty good idea not to kill black people. So we're going to hit the streets and try and get that message across. And I remember there was a huge fucking difference, but... The BLM protest game. There were over 300 arrests. 
Now that was for simply saying, don't kill black people. Do you know how many arrests were made on the Capitol fucking uh, riots? 61. They had all those assholes in a confined fucking space and they had to build their way up to 61. You understand? It's not like it was 61 all in one day. They had to go and review game tape to catch these assholes, but yet they were sitting right there. And you know how I know this? Because you can look it up too. You had Capitol fucking police officers taking selfies with the rioters. Right now, I open acknowledge because I still maintain, and maybe I'm Pollyanna, I don't believe all cops are bad. I don't think my dad, who was a former cop, was the exception. I don't. So I'm willing to acknowledge that, yeah, during the BLM marches, <clears throat> there were cops who went to barbecues, who did the electric slide, who hung out with us. So, yeah, I will acknowledge that. Just like I'm going to acknowledge the fucking cops that didn't do their fucking job on January the 6th. Again, the exact same people who sit here and just like fuckface uh, Wilson, don't bring your politics into sports unless it's the shit that I agree with. The exact same group who sat there and said what blue lives matter were the exact same group of people who beat Capitol Police to fucking death. I mean, it, I wasn't even there. And I still remember them crushing a cop in the door. Y'all remember that? He was screaming. Some asshole pulled his gas mask off. And before again, you sit here and say those weren't actual Trump supporters. Fuck you. Yes, they were. Six days before that fucking insurrection. All of you fuckers who supported Trump, you would have sat in a room with these assholes and you would have agreed with every fucking word they had to say. This is what happens when you follow a fucking cult leader. Because again, he was protecting their way of life, or so they thought. They were afraid that, you know, them getting nine out of the 10 slices of pie was going to change the tide. But guess what? No. So they violently, they absolutely violently while yelling, save fucking Trump, they violently defended their grand exultant leader. Now, again, if you cannot see that Donald Trump is the fucking reason for that insurrection, it's because you don't want to see it. Papa is trying to kill a squirrel. Hashtag he's a murderer. Y'all seen Papa on Twitter. He has his innocent looking face. Big doe eyes. He can be cuddly from time to time. <clears throat> that fucker has killed snakes. Can you hear him? I'm telling you, he's in hunt down mode. He has killed. Papa has killed birds in mid-flight. He kills mice. The only reason why he's ain't killed El Bubba because he's a little bit bigger. But this fucker's a stone cold murderer. And I'm gonna leave him out there. See if he can do it. But back, let me get a little bit focused before I have to go into halftime. Long story short, January the 6th was 100% the fault of one Donald John Trump. He spent four years building that fire. And gang, January the 6th is exactly what you would expect to see after four years of someone soaking the ground with nothing but gasoline. Now, if you do that, 
All it takes is one fucking match. And that's what you saw. Rudy Giuliani. Let's have trial by combat. His words matter. Donald Trump saying that you can't be weak. Donald Trump Jr. I can't remember the name of the asshole who said something along the lines of, it's time to start taking down names and kicking ass. Ron Fuckface Johnson, eat a bag of fucking dicks. January the 6th, the first insurrection in over 200 years, 5,000% the fault of Trump and all the people who did nothing over four years but tell him he could do no wrong. That is on you. Now, I am looking at the clock. So you guys know the drill. The weasel is about to be drained. And even though there's no big need, I'm going to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Then I'm going to come back in the second half for gin and truth. Let's go.